Hey folks, this is the Society of Illustrators of Los Angeles podcast. My name is Santosh Uman, and I'm here with Steve Ahn. Steve Ahn is a storyboard artist and director whose credits are almost too much to name, but I'll go ahead and list a, a couple of them. He started with The Cleveland Show. He's worked on Ben 10, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, The Legend of uh, Airbender, uh, Avatar, uh, Korra, and I think the last one he worked on was uh, Voltron, where he ended up directing episodes of Voltron. Now he's out on his own, doing his own work, and it's called Blossom Detective. Did I get the name right there? Blossom Detective Holmes. Awesome. When did that project start? How did that begin? Um, I first had that idea uh, uh, back in uh, 2012 when London Olympic was going on. Uh, I, I had a trip to London. I mean, traveling is always kind of refreshing. Uh, it's always refreshing your ideas and is, you know, fueling a lot of inspiration. So, I mean, it was my first visit to Europe, first visit to London. I was so captivated and I was just drawn into the city. Um, just, you know, meanwhile, walking down the street, touring around, I had this idea pop up and I came back to hotel and I started to write and draw. That was the first um, time I thought about uh, Blossom Detective Holmes. Did you did you happen to go to uh, Baker Street? The uh, yes, we, we <laughs> I did with my family actually. Really? So I went to Sherlock Holmes uh, the museum there. Oh, there's uh, a museum there. Yeah, on the Baker Street. Oh, okay. Um, that that address. Uh -huh. That's where the Sherlock Holmes lives. Uh -huh. That's the whole apartment is the museum. Yeah. That's great. That's yeah. fantastic. And you you started this project with hopes of making it into a bigger project and it was it was a short right um can you tell us a little bit about um that? i mean whenever we not we uh whenever i have an idea i never really expect it or uh to be big mm -hmm. someday it's just always you know i think it's just joy joyful artistic craft you know crafting um just whenever I have an idea, I just write it down. I just draw. Uh, I never knew that someday I'm gonna make it, but um, um, I mean, when did you start actually working on it? So 2012 is when the idea. When the came idea, together. yeah. yeah. Um, I started to work on it in 2017 last year. So toward the end of my. Uh, my job at DreamWorks uh, I started to storyboard on that um, and I decided to uh, why not make make it happen like finally so this is my pretty much my first fruit as an independent artist um, I always work for other companies other projects other shows uh, other IPs uh, so this is first thing very first thing I'm presenting as my solely my own uh, work. Hmm. So in the beginning, you were working on the project just by yourself. And yes. now I see these amazing names that are associated with this project. I mean, you've got people from DreamWorks, from Studio Ghibli. How did you organize the team and when did the team come together 
for the short? Um, so after I left DreamWorks, I started working on my own uh, on this uh, storyboarding and crafting, uh, crafting this uh, short film. Um, I kind of reached out um, friends who I have a trust that they are very talented and have you know capacity to execute something that I uh, that I imagine and that I that I want. So uh, a lot of them are you know definitely you know most of them are my friends mm -hmm. from um, from my pre previous. Uh, experience at Cora and Voltron, you know, they were the ones who, um, you know, that I got to work with and yeah. I know their work. I know what their talent is and I know their skills are. Uh, so that's how I kind of gather uh, them. Can I ask them to come join the team and were they all local or are these people um, They're like all local except few people. Um, so Mian Kim, who's who worked on, she's an artist based in Seoul. She worked in Japan for uh, Shinkai Makoto's feature film uh, *Children Who Chase Lost Boys*, and she she you know she worked on various uh, projects for U.S. you know for Japan for Korea. Um, I met her, you know, six years ago, and I got her contact. I was absolutely stunned by her work. So I knew someday, back then I knew, like, I thought myself, oh, someday, whenever I do my own stuff, you know, I definitely want to reach out to her. Uh, so I did reach out to her this time. Uh, so she I asked said her, yes. Yes, she said yes. <laughs> That's great. And uh, Ghibli artist uh, Shio Sato uh, is... You know, we got connected through mutual friend, Rie Koga. Um, so um, I've heard she's here for temporary uh, reason uh, in U.S. So, you know, I had a chance to meet her and kind of recruit her uh, to the team. Um, and Sophie Lee, she, you know, she's in China. And Ilya Krishnov, uh, who's a big name in internet, uh, he's in japan so mm -hmm. i kind of you know reached out through in you know email <laughs> you know uh but you know most you know most of them i had i was building relationship with them you know as a friend and as a co-worker um and did you have uh much done at that time as far as did you have maybe character designs a little bit of a, some storyboard stuff to show them or were you just like, um, let me pitch this great idea to you <laughs> <laughs> so all the storyboards were done okay. and we were ready to move on to animation okay. so um, I mean this is independent work yeah. where the budget is very limited yeah so everything was was running very economical way yeah so um, just you basically at that point before right so um when they start to join um everything was you know ready for them to just jump on to work hmm. so um were you ready to be a producer uh actually no <laughs> <laughs> so i think being independent uh is is something i mean when i was working for a company it was more about you know just drawing every day yeah. 
But now being independent is completely different. Um, it's you know everyone expects to to have kind of creative freedom, uh, but then you are chained by the management and producing and coordinating all these other tasks. Kind of chain you inside. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, it was quite a new experience. I, I learned a lot, and I'm glad I pulled it through um, to produce this short film. Yeah. What did, what did you learn, you felt, as a producer that is going to help you in the upcoming episodes as far as what, 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 what would you take from that and what would you like say, oh, I probably did that wrong, I'm not going to do that. What was some of the key uh, probably, elements? That... Probably coordinating the schedule mm -hmm. with artists. Um, I think there's a better way which I didn't know. You know, I mean, it's a first try. So yeah. um, I think definitely scheduling in terms of animation pipeline, production pipeline. Uh, I think, you know, I learned a lot and definitely going to apply next from next episode. Yeah. And, you, and you're probably not going to do all the animation and storyboarding yourself, right? Uh, actually, storyboarding, I'm doing myself okay. still. Uh, and script i'm doing that and i think half of them half of the animation por portion i probably have to do it myself hmm. uh due to budget yeah yeah makes due sense to budget <laughs> so it's not that i want it it's just <laughs> i am forced to do it how long did the storyboarding and animation take for the first episode uh probably less than a month okay I mean, it's a short film so yeah yeah Less than a month. And you hadn't animated for a while, right? I mean, when was the last time you had animated? Because you were mostly... Uh, last time I animated was back in more than 11 years ago in Flash. <laughs> when there was such a thing called Flash animation yeah. back then. Now I, think, now I think it's called Animate or something else now. I don't know what it is. Or most people use Harmony. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it was... I mean, when you think about like a budget and how you can handle this producing part there are things that you can't do it yourself and there are things you could do it yourself so i'm definitely background painting character designing all the design parts you know there are definitely better talented people whom i can trust and i should hire and that to bring more better result um i think um like animation was something i had to do it yeah you know because you know i had due to budget and um you know it, it was something that i could tackle in myself so i didn't want to but i had to <laughs> so as far as your um animation career did do you feel that it it's prepared you for making this short i mean you i mean actually you yeah. went through the whole gamut of the animation pipeline from animation storyboarding to directing has has your animation prepared you you feel yes for this yes so definitely experiencing in animation studios have built uh, definitely those times were uh, building experience and building training uh, as an artist as an 
you know, um, you know, as a you know, as a manager who who manages this, all this producing and coordination. Um, so definitely, you know, I treasure those uh, eleven years of working in industry. I think mm. that probably made uh, building having those experience made this short film possible. Hmm. Yeah, in in a, in this way of uh, in terms of quality and and the style. Um, if I produced it without any experience, I think it probably became more amateurish, uh, more uh, different result than I I wanted. So definitely, uh, the experience helped. Hmm. Yeah. Where do you see the Blossom Detective project going? Um, I don't know, to be honest. I absolutely have no idea. It's just I started it without knowing the final destination. So I think everything is spontaneous and, and a lot requires a lot of improv, improvised mm -hmm. um, decisions to make. Um, Do you have like a Bible that you maybe have a lot of this written down where, oh, here's storylines that I could possibly consume? I mean, those are kind of big pictures are in my head yeah. in terms of story, but never really had a moment to put them into Bible or any other written format. Um, I just want to finish this story in uh, this 30 minute short film um, and we'll see where it takes off. Um, I mean, definitely this is not the only one idea I want to like hang on to for yeah. a long time. I mean, I definitely have uh, other ideas that I want to pursue. Uh, yeah, pursue. So, I mean, as long as I make animation, uh, I think I'll be happy with it. It doesn't matter whether it goes to. It doesn't matter, you know, you know, it, even if it doesn't really bring me any other greater opportunity. Is I think it's it was more about. Uh, finding my artistry and finding my uh, just just uh, enjoying and enjoying the craftsmanship and telling your own story yeah right? so it wasn't more it wasn't more about you know finding how to sell the show or you know how to make money or how to make IP you know it was more just personal it all began as a just personal journey yeah do you see it in any other medium or was animation the medium that you know and love and that's the medium that you want it to be in? Um, so, I mean, I'm sure many other animators, um, we all want to make a film, but then somehow we choose to go to easier route where maybe drawing a day for Instagram or making a comic book. Um, I know animation take because animation takes huge risk and time and energy and efforts. So we, I thought about that too. Like, oh, maybe I should do it in a comic book way where 
um, it doesn't really have to take much time and much more faster uh, presentation out there, you know. Uh, but I think it, it, it needed for me to take a courage and to do it in animation. The reason is uh, I know that making an animation is my my uh, you know my core um, medium mm -hmm. as an artist. Um, this is your first love, probably too. Right? Yeah. So. Uh, I mean, there are multiple, I'm sure there are multiple ways of making this, uh, but I knew that animation is, is the medium that I want to create. So that's why I, I take a course to make it, uh, which takes longer time, which takes yeah. more budget. Uh, but but um, I think the result is something, uh, you know, in result in animation format was something I wanted hmm. from the beginning. Um, if you had a choice, I mean, if, if funding wasn't an issue, would you continue to do it in a serial fashion or would you maybe approach it as a feature length um, film? What's your... I think the more money I have, why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, the reason it's in short film format is it's completely due to... Vegetary, physical resource, yeah. um, manpower, and budget. You know. So if you are listening, if if you are a millionaire, um, just please support us. <laughs> <laughs> so, an awesome thing has happened over the last week. You had your first or your second episode funded. Yeah. And Kickstarter is continuing to go. Yes. And we hope it you know keeps going yeah um where do you go from here you have one episode um so the kickstarter you know thanks to every backer out there uh, who who show who have shown great generosity and support um we are at the um by the time we are in a, you know we're making this podcast we are at like a middle week of second week yeah. middle second week uh we are raising we're trying to fund, get funded for the episode three, and the total five episodes. Um, so hopefully, the more money is better for us um, to 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 produce and make the, the episodes. Um, so as soon as the Kickstarter campaign is done in March second, uh, I'm gonna start go back to writing script mm -hmm. and and go back to storyboarding. And um, I think by the summertime we're gonna be able to uh, to kick off some you know production work. Yeah. And do you you plan to have a small team, some of the same people that you worked with on this first episode? Yes, uh, I think most of them will be back. Um, um, and definitely uh, the fund we raised for. From Kickstarter is bigger than, um, bigger than the pilot episode budget. Mm -hmm. So definitely, we're gonna hire more animators, more artists to, to to create hmm. this this monster. So, this is another question I wanted that I 
came up at the top of my head. Who are some of the creators that you were inspired by in, in making Blossom Detective? Who are some of the creators you look to that kind of inspired you? I need to create my own thing. These guys are who I are inspired by. Uh, no one. <laughs> <laughs> Just yourself at this point. Yeah. I think, uh, let me go back to that question. I think maybe it'll be really hard to specify. Well, because uh, there's probably many, right? There's probably a lot of like, different influences. Uh, like one creator, specific creators. Yeah. I think it was just more of the bringing the essence of what I love and who I am. So I think from even from the child, I mean, just being independent is no one cares. No one gives you notes. No one cares what you make. Yeah. And I could make whatever I want to make. Um, so I wanted to bring all the essence of who I am and what I love. So mm. all the stuff that I love as a fan, like a Gynex, Sibley uh, artists, uh, I mean Sibley films, Gynex films. Uh, some of the Japanese animation, yeah, some of the things I loved back back in when I was a kid. Uh, so all those things were, were the things that kind of, especially you know those films, um, were like a Lupin Third, yeah, um, um, and some of the '90s animations back in Japan. Um, those were the things I kind of treasure. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were the one who inspired me to, to grow as an animator when I was a kid. So I kind of, kind of, you know, kind of, I'm sure unconsciously, maybe sometimes uh, intentionally, I kind of look, looked up to them and kind of tried to bring that into my own you know, short film. So I, it'll be really hard to say, um, which creator specifically I was inspired to do it independent, but I think all those uh, things who made me who I am today, um, who made my animation art, um, were I think I was kind of trying to execute those hmm. unconsciously and, and intentionally. Yeah. So where, where do you see yourself in five to ten years um i have absolutely have no idea but uh my hope is so making animation is it's kind of weird medium where it requires a lot of money um but it doesn't really make any money uh it's 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 either hit or miss um so basically if you want to make animation it's better to have your toy line where you can make product and sell them. Um, but it's unfortunately, being independent as a 2D animation artist is probably a very tough choice. And in five, 10 years, I still want to see myself doing this, um, doing making animation, uh, making good contents. And but hopefully having a toy line too <laughs> to, to yeah. fund your animation yeah. right <laughs> uh, so that that's I want to be someone who still um, 
tell my message, tell my thoughts through animation. Mm. Yeah. I think that'll be really make me happy. That's great. So what, what advice can independent creators uh, take from you in terms of your path? Um, so very long ago, I went to this, um, this uh, what do you call it, seminar? Mm-hmm. Where uh, Netflix just kind of, they were kind of startup company back then. Google was about to have video uh, service, I mean, which ended up they bought YouTube, um, and there were a couple other uh, companies came and had a talk, and it was interesting because I still remember Netflix when when they share about two independent creators out there. Uh, he was saying that every independent creator. Uh, have a courage to say that I'm gonna make this um, when when all the companies say no all the investors say no uh, when everyone say no independent creators say well then I'm gonna make it my I'm gonna make it myself without any help other help so independent creator have the courage yeah. and when the product is comes out uh, he was saying that um, suddenly independent creators lose that courage. Of uh, when it comes to marketing, they start to lose that courage and start to heavily depend on these companies, and hopefully uh, they pick it up. Um, and he was saying, you know, just keep the courage and just do marketing what you can do. To promote your film and definitely it was something um it's gonna come to you um so i made a short film and that wasn't the end i had to like tweet <laughs> facebook you know tumblr all any other kind of sources that that just you know i have to i had to uh make a make a chorus yeah, yeah to kind of promote myself to out there so Maybe screening your film to, I don't know, 10 audiences. It happens, but it doesn't matter. Uh, just I use all the opportunity I can promote uh, this thing. Uh, so uh, to independent creator, I want to say marketing is very important too. Um, whether you get a chance to share your work to two or three people, to 100 people, uh, just take any other opportunity you have uh, just uh, I know it's kind of embarrassing sometimes um, when I was recording my introduction video for my short film mm-hmm. for the Kickstarter yeah I couldn't believe like am I really doing this <laughs> like am I really putting myself out there like the scary video thing. recording my face my voice um, yeah, because we don't see much of your face around on the yeah. internet. Yeah, <laughs> like, am I really doing this? Like, this is craziest. Like, and, oh, really? Like, as an artist, like, do I have to do this? Like, it feels kind of, I don't know. Like, I, don't, I, I, I didn't want to, like, present myself as, a, like, showing off my yeah. work. But you have to have a courage to overcome that and just... Just do anything, everything you can do. Like, um, 
So I had like a, you know, in my room, I invited my friends, just, just, you know, playing my short film on my computer. That's that was the start. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, visit my friend's house uh, to share share my work. Um, uh, just to share. Sharing is also part of your journey, so don't be afraid, and and don't get discouraged by lack of attention from others. I mean, that's always how it happens, and that's how you can, you know, that's where you actually start building up your audience and your your fans and people who love your work. So definitely, you know, your work will not be like. Um, you know, famous singers who have million dollar—I mean, million fans—you know, buy your album or anything. You know, you might have like you might end up having only hundred or um, you know thousand. I mean, on my Facebook page, on my Blossom Detective Home page, I have only uh, thirteen hundred followers. I mean, that's the start. That's the beginning, and. I'm very happy there are people who love and follow my work, so don't be afraid. Like, um, it's okay to create your own stuff, but don't be afraid to to take a course and market it yourself too. Uh, it doesn't have to be like Netflix has to buy it or Amazon has to buy it. You know, only Disney or DreamWorks or any other networks have to make a deal with it. Um, it is it's not that so you know please uh have a courage you know do anything you can do um just don't do like hold up your sign and run through the baseball stadium the <laughs> baseball <game. laughs> and don't run without your clothes <laughs> hey folks thanks for listening to our podcast today with steve on super excited about his kickstarter uh, with Blossom Detective Holmes. It's a new independent animated miniseries uh, that is adding or introducing a new genre into the mainstream American animation. Um, it's a wonderful story. I watched the first episode of it. You can check it out on Kickstarter, by the way. And it's just a great idea. It's two teenage detectives, um, and they are on the case of, of a suspicious robbery from their client, Mr. Edward and they have some unique skills and they have um, uh, some interesting uh, gadgets as well so check it out I think you'll really enjoy it it's um, done by Steve on again we just interviewed who's done a ton of uh, uh, animation and directed and storyboard uh, and animation uh, so you should check out the episode and if you can support their Kickstarter check it out as well uh, they are on their second or third episode. And if you're in Southern California, check out the free workshop that Stevan is uh, doing on directing and storyboarding at the California Theater of the Performing Arts, 562 West 4th Street in San Bernardino, California, 92401. It's this Saturday, February 24th, 1 to 5 p.m. Um, go to si-la.org and check out the events. It'll also be in our show notes. You need to contact me. Contact me on Twitter, Santosh913. Again, check out Blossom Detective Homes. It's a wonderful uh, show that 
Steve on and his team are created. He has some super talented folks on that as well, working at DreamWorks Studio Ghibli and several other shows. So definitely come check it out. I think it's uh, going to be uh, an amazing workshop that's free. And check out their Kickstarter. This is Santosh Uman signing off. And make sure you check out our podcast and the other episodes and uh, give us a rating if you would like on iTunes. Talk to you soon. Bye.